Our story today starts in the region of Copanes on the continent of Vasanoka. In the south of this region, in the Odantu Mountains, where they're just beginning to bud into larger and extremely mountainous peaks, lies a variety of gnome cities scattering these hills. And this has become a centralized kind of government area for the gnomes. Uh, They spread out across the area. Like a disease. (laughs) Copanez is mostly a nice grassland, especially in the southern areas. As the mountains become hills, you have just rolling hills with small little forests and pockets of trees everywhere and nice open fields. But as you get closer to the coastline, it becomes a very marshy, very kind of swampy land. Um, as all of the, the rainwater flows down the Odantu Mountains into the Nodak region and floods off through the Lakmar River. So this area of Copanez in the middle kind of gets dry during the summer months and the, the swampy areas are overrun by lizard folk. These lizard folk have inhabited the land for about as long as anyone can remember. They started off as a very small tribe and being very uncivilized, uh, more or less have become a nuisance for the known populations in the area as the lizard folk see them as nothing more than a quick snack. So. That can be a bit, uh... The snack that smiles back. Gnomes. Gnomes! <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> now you can laugh and choke on <laughs> I choked on my beer. <laughs> the entire northern region of Copanez, in fact, going all the way over towards Sana and above the Nodak region, is entirely swamp and marsh lands, and the lizard folk rule this area in a very tribal, <laughs> savage, and nomadic way. The only <laughs> real cities exist right on the coast, and a few small dwarf populations have set up on these rivers as they flood into the Nodak region, and this is where a lot of the gnomes that live in the Nodak get their water, so they have established uneasy relations with the uh, lizard folk, but it's much better than that of the gnomes and the lizard folk. We now cut to Gnome Force Star 07, who is a highly trained operative group that has been working directly for the Gnome Army for um, quite some time. They've been a group for a number of years at this point, so we've built up good rapport with each other. And Are we working with them? I think we are them. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say yes, we're working with them.
you've been deep in the lizard folk territory for some time on a number of different rescue missions for gnomes that have gotten stranded and lost contact with different parties and uh, haven't been back to civilized area for a while, but you got called all the way back to gnome capital and talking to the gnome president. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't decide to come up with any names. That's fine. <laughs> president <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> and um, that was. you guys are walking into his office and he says to you all, Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you, thank you. Come in, come in. Sit down, sit down. All right, boys, listen. It's about that time of the year again. You all know what it happens every year. Sun comes out, blazes up all the water. Our water supplies get low. And what do we got to do? Deal with those damn lizards, don't we? That's right, boys. You get it. All right, so listen. I'm sure you all know about Lowly's Pass, the river that comes up just north of us, comes coming down directly south towards our territory. Yes, Lovely Pass. Yeah, it's more of a river, really. I wouldn't say lovely, exactly. Well, listen, boys. <clears throat> Damn lizards. You know the pipeline has to be opened up. So, I'm sending you boys on a covert stealth operation. That valve needs to get opened for only two minutes. It's all it takes. And that'll give us enough water for the entire rest of the year, boys. I know it's a dangerous mission, but I can count on you all. Right? And don't worry, I think we can last longer than two minutes. <clears throat> so anyways, boys, you know about the pipeline. Right. So, there's going to be plenty of other uh, forces. They're going to be handling the lower ducks. You guys are going to have to sneak all the way up the river to the, the, the base of the, the pipeline and, and open the valve. You mean the damn lizards are covering the rest of the way up there? Well, yeah, but listen, boys. We have yeah. we have an informant all the way over in uh, uh, uh all the way over in Malasi's uh, port, right? He's an innkeeper, and he fed off a couple lizard folk that came in, and uh, they were saying that hunting's been real good up in the north, and that most of their forces have been going that way. We're expecting a light load of lizard folk, so it should be easy on you, boys. So I'm still not sure. You know, I've been working. I've been working with water, like my whole career. It's all it's all based around you know using water. That's you know, fantastic, the, the boy. That's exactly what you need Creation right now. of water. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying why don't we could we could use the funding, you know, for for my you know my research. We can be self sufficient without having to get from the pipe. This well, is self sufficient. I brought this to you before. Like, I don't know, like I don't know, 30, 33 times. Bring this lad some way to keep him awake for 36 hours, and I swear, we'll pump all the water out of him we can get. (laughs) (laughs) Help me! Help me! All right, all right, listen, boys. I I, I don't know what, I don't really understand most of what you're talking about, kid. But listen, when you get back, you're going to have as much status and fame and whatever research you want to back, it's going to be back. All right. I mean, I, I wish you'd tell me that, you know, the thirty-three times I presented this to you. A- anyways, um, so are we gonna die, or are you making false promises? Anyway, carry on. Well, son, I'll be completely honest with you. There is a high chance of death. What? 
in all the years that we've done this, I'd say our success rate, or or, or, or all all of the members of the team come back, is about thirty two percent. That's that's oh, that's enough that I was given ex- at least. Oh, so all better than I was expecting. But if you think about it, that's when all three come back. So if, if you're only expecting one, I mean, you can just times that by three. You're looking at ninety percent success rate that each one of y'all will come back. I, don't, I, don't, I think that's how math worked. I don't, Anyways, I don't kids, think you've got your numbers right. All right, you two, come off it. We're a combat unit, aren't we? Let's get this done. Star power! Radio. All right, so, um, Chomsky is it, right? Step step forward, sir. Uh, All right, kid. Look here. This here is an on-key crystal. On-key. Right. Right, so this, uh, this just came... Out of the Odontu Mountains, Dwarfspin, uh, they just found these brand new caves. They'd be calling them the, the, the Anki Caves. Right? And, uh, so anyways, uh, here you go. And, uh, if you, if you do a favor for me, just like, walk out just outside those doors. Alright. Hope there isn't any Hanky in the Anki. As soon as Chomsky steps outside the doors, uh, the president pulls, uh, another crystal out of his pocket and just says, uh, Chomsky, would you come back in now? Right. That was a strange thing. You talked through the crystal. Yeah, that's right, kid. So, basically the way it works is, uh, these two crystals were cut from the same stone or something. And so, uh, so we can talk to each other. Now, this is a very bad... I only have a couple of these, so, uh... You know, if 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 only one of y'all are gonna make it back, I would appreciate if if you could make sure to come back with the crystal. Chomsky takes it and is like testing the strength of it with his teeth. I just kind of uh, eye the president and then just kind of look at the crystal and then look at the rest of the the other two, and I'm just kind of like in my head, I'm saying, "Hey, you said crystal more than each of our lives." <laughs> Now listen, there's a, I, I have a, and he, he pulled a couple of other colored crystals out of his pocket. I've got a, got a couple other teams, like I said, all positioned on the lower aqueducts. So when you guys open that duct, I'm going to need a call so then I can alert all the other teams to be ready to open the lower ducts to receive the flow of water. Is that like a, a, a code word? Are we going to need like a code word? Well, you can just say... Like, uh, a potato? More like, we're opening the valve, like... What about a safe word? Yeah, like a, like a, like a safe word. You're yeah. saying we don't need... We're not using, like, a safe word? You can establish a safe word if you like. Um, I, I'm just going to establish... Uh, assume that, you know, if you say something about what we're opening or something, I'll... Area 51, right. Let's use that as a safe well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll know when you give the signal. Anyways, uh, Chomsky, uh, you understand, I assume? <laughs> oh, ah, oh, right, yes, righto, keep the crystal safe, don't break it, got it. Right, so, um, well, <clears throat> uh, anyways, uh, Hugh? Uh, yeah, yes, sir, yes. And I, I know that you, uh, I understand that you, uh, you was, you have uh, been the leader of these two fellows here, uh, keeping these these uh, killers in line. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, it's not why I specifically joined. 
I mean, if you remember, I joined us because, you know, I thought you guys were for my research and everything, but then, you know, when, when you kept denying me, I, I decided to take up the position. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. So, um, anyways, uh, uh, anyways, uh, if you have any questions, um, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to hand this crystal off to the lead general and, um, uh, he- he'll answer them for you. Right. Is there like a safe word? Right. Is there like a safe word that we got to, to, to let them know it's really us when we go to communicate with them? My safe word is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too simple. You don't really know if they mean it. You got to go for something complicated. All right, kids. I, I mean, uh, gentlemen, um, look. I have. We're all we're all counting on you. This is the most important thing you could possibly do for the survival of everyone that, who lives in this area that that you hold dear. Right, right, sir. Yep. All right. Now get out of my office, and uh, there's going to be some transport set up to get you all to the front line. As they're walking out, what was it? Once again, Chomsky, you see you like turn, look at Chomsky as they're like walking out. He's like, uh, well, I say for it's Splunking. <laughs> splunking. Splunking. <laughs> Maybe I'll change mine to aromaphobia. <laughs> you know what? Now that I've been thinking about it, agriculture might be a better route for me. Real easy to make out the uh, continents. <laughs> Between the slapping sounds, you know. <laughs> so as Gnome 4 Star 07 leaves the president's office, you are met by a number of other individuals, clearly marked be part of the gnome army and they lead you to some shelter in town for that night and make sure that you are supplied and in the morning you are put on a couple of wagons and hauled north through the mountains down into the hills and by the next by that end of the day you're finding yourself in the valley easy sailing really for the next day again just on the wagon trucking along and you find yourself at the end of your second day of travel as the sun's starting to set you kind of start to make out something that looks like a, a divot in the the ground and as you get closer and closer it appears to be some sort of riverbed that has been dried out and finally you find yourself at the mouth of this channel that where you're currently, when you get out, it's but you know about a few feet of a trench. But as you look forward, you see the walls growing higher and higher and higher until you know there's quite a bit of depth. Unable for you to really calculate, but you set up camp there for the night, and in the morning, your party that was traveling with you heads back south, and you are on foot for the next day. In the morning, as you are departing from the, your traveling party, Hugh uh, unrolls a map from his pack. All right, all right, yep. Oops, upside down. There we go. Uh, 
All right, gents, let's see where we go. We go. Uh, is there a type of roll you'd like me to make for this? Yes. Can I get a sourdough, please? Base intelligence mm-hmm. check, and as well as a survival Dinner. check. Love a good sourdough roll. Buckwheat for me. So intelligence was a 10. Survival is a uh, 21. So not smart, but animal instinct. <laughs> <laughs> weird because intelligence is like my fucking bread and butter. I just did a shit roll. As Hugh unrolls the map, he's clearly able to locate where you're positioned as you know exactly where you are. You're at the mouth of uh, the low lead path. So on the map you're like, oh, I know exactly where I am. However, there's a number of paths that you could take to go forward from this position. And in the heat of the moment, you were kind of just like, I just want to get going, and especially being this far and this close to, to the lowly pass, Hugh is quite interested as there's a lot of science and um, history that goes into this pass. So he decides to go on a path that stays uh, closer to the riverbank. have a pretty easy day of travel. Like I was saying, as you guys get further and further up this pass, the wall, or the drop, kind of next to you, keeps getting bigger and bigger, and at a certain point, it kind of levels out, and you assume it's a good, you know, 25, 30 feet, perhaps even deeper, but on that first day, it's easy to travel, and guess sunset, what are you guys going to do? You guys going to set up camp, going to make a fire, going to not make a fire, or do you, uh, do you want to just trudge through the night? What's the plan? Hmm. Is well, it just three of us then? Yeah. Because it was we, we had an army that led us to a certain point, and then they're like, "All right, have fun." We're really in an army. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Small company. Yes. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Do we have any idea, like, like how far along we are? Like, do we have like a like a hard? Day? If we stop now, would we have like a hard day's march ahead of us, or? Are we fairly close to where we need to get? If we even know. What, you, well, we know where we're going. Yeah, you do yeah, know where we're going. going. I guess you, have, you have a map. Yeah. We're heading to the pipeline. You have the map, so I guess... Well, but I mean, like, you can have a map and not know exactly where you are. That's fair. I mean, if the terrain is more or less the same, you're like, oh, we're somewhere in this general area. Right, so you know, I mean, in that first day on foot, you're able to make it, you know, a good... Maybe, quarter of the way. Okay. So we have three more days of travel to get where we're going. Well, I vote no well. fire and using our rations. But we did spend a good part of the day being trucked along on the wagon. But you started point. your day. You guys, like, camped. Oh, and, and then, then we start. Okay, got yeah. it. Alright. Alright, gents. Looks like a good place to camp. I'll go to the fire roll. And, uh, we should, yeah. Throw out the bed rolls, alright? That sound good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds good if you're gathering firewood for tomorrow's fire. Extra weight for tomorrow's journey. I think fire. No. No, you don't want to be warm. I might be warm while I see. Makes me toes off. Well, I'd love to be warm. But it's about like tactical a... advantage. Alright, alright, alright. Mm-hmm. If we light a fire, a, uh... they'll know where we are. We lose the element of surprise. Right. He's right on my idea. Is there a uh, night a uh, uh, moon? Um, yeah, there is a moon. 
You're right. Yeah, like half moon, didn't I? Half moon? Waxing or waning? It's summer, so would probably be. Well, that doesn't really depend on my, I don't know, man. <laughs> we're, we're waxing. All right. That means that it's going to be getting brighter every night. Yes. Wax on, baby. That's really all I was asking. Um, of course, you know, forbidden clouds. Forbidden clouds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are going to stop and sleep for a bit? Uh-huh. Um, okay. So... As you guys are camping out the night, you guys have uh, some rations in your packs, take a nice little snack before bed, lay down. Um, in the night, as you're sleeping, you all perceive that a small hunting party of lizard folk passed uh, through the area. You all became, you know, you're all in unknown territory. territory. What the fuck just happened? It was like a stuttering recorder. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I get shit like that all the time. Don't stress it too much. Um, And being in unknown territory, you all are sleeping quite lightly. So you are alerted and all made sure to watch and the threat passed. But you did note that um, a pack on the other side of the trench was moving west or sorry, eastward kind of towards, like, the sauna area. So away from where you are going to be. So it was a good sign for you. Cool. But probably a good idea that we did not have a fire. Very good idea. Also, I'd like to uh, say that Chomsky's plan is to wake up right about dawn Mm -hmm. to break camp and start moving. Sounds good. On with that plan. Well, I mean, I, just, I didn't role play it. I kind of just assumed we talked about it the night before, but as we're now yeah. sleeping. Sounds good. Well, I guess, you know, we could, you know what? Let's just role play it now. We'll make it. Think. So we woke up and we, because we heard this noise. And after they passed by. I thought that was early hours in, in the morning or. That was or, in the night. That yeah, was in, the, in night. the night. So yeah, so after they passed by and we've been awakened by it, I think, uh, I think it might be a good idea to break at first light of dawn and get out of here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'll do much sleep until then, but indeed. Uh, sleep light and keep your knife close. You'll be fine. I don't think we'll have another fire until we're clear of these uh, scaly skins. Uh, why'd they send a scientist with us anyway? We'll have to tell that wizard about the lizards in the morning. You know why they sent him. Is he a wizard or a scientist? I'm not really sure. Like I said, though, you guys have been working together for a little bit of time. And the reason... And the reason... The reason he's on the team is because as good as you guys are at step, at uh, completing tasks, it uh, is helpful to have someone that has a conscience every once in a while. <laughs> a bit of magic savvy and uh, not willing to kill civilians. Hi, it's I'm also kind of it's kind of like a like a tech with like a yeah. a wrecker and a, or a, a crosshair or a hunter yeah. or something. You know. Yeah. Anyways, okay. <clears throat> guys, wake up at first light, um, and Verga and Chomsky start packing up. Doesn't look Doesn't do look well now. I'm just morning coffee. Coffee was an hour ago. Then you get what's the grounds. We had a fire and probably make nice coffee. 
<clears throat> Just saying. There you go. What's that? <laughs> so, sorry, a cup of dirt? It's a cup. Yeah, that's a cup of dirt. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he just <laughs> reluctantly drinks it. That's why to make the coffee. You so, you just soak the beans, get a little get a little bit of wa- water with them, drink that down, keep the beans with you, you can chew on them throughout the day for a little extra energy. I mean, I mean, really, you're just getting the runoff of the rest of the coffee-flavoured water. If you just get the coffee, you get all the caffeine. I mean, I'd still prefer my, my espresso machine, but I'm going to guess it's good. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's stronger than espresso. <laughs> what the fuck is an espresso machine? <laughs> Last time we were out, we brought some coca leaves with us. Now that was the stuff. Oh, I'll tell you what, we had a ripping good time. <laughs> Apparently, chewing on just chewing on coca leaves is like the strongest cup of coffee you've ever had in your life. The way you're supposed to actually try. Like you don't like you don't get the the crazy cocaine high. It's just like a stem. It's just a huge stem. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a crazy strong cup of coffee. It just. Right to the right to the dome. He's going. So you immediately Woo! evacuate and choose to do everything. <laughs> ah! Let's go. Something like that. Okay. So you hang up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your Mr. scream was a, a, so, a full solid second of maxed out microphone. RJ's gonna love listening to that. <laughs> he's gonna yeah, he's gonna have his headphones on. All of a sudden, it's gonna be the sound like with like that meme with the FBI kicking down the door. <laughs> All right, we're rolling. Everyone gets packed up, and it's another day on foot. About midday, you guys are feeling peckish. Stop for a quick snack. Just literally grab something out of the pack. Take a couple little bites as you walk in, and um, slow down for just a second, and then back to full pace. About an hour later, you find yourself on what you assume to be a lizard folk village. There's not a ton to it. There's a few structures, but there's just a lot of uh, beat down grass. You can tell that people have been camping here. Um, you know, there's still lines kind of strung up between some trees where no people scales. We uh, we army crawled up to it. Uh, uh, we army crawled up the nearest hill to look down at it. Well, let's get some perception. Yeah, yeah well, let's get grass in the mouth. Fifteen? <laughs> Just a perception check. Mm-hmm. No, perception saving. Woo! Nat 20 plus 3. 23, let's go. Fifteen. All right, so both Hugh and Verga can uh, see looking down on this small village that, like the president had said, it looks like there's really not anyone around. You notice that there's a number of fire pits throughout this uh, area that are currently completely out and doesn't look like they've been lit anytime soon, or at least in the past couple days. Still great. Headed in all two hours. (laughs) You also notice that there's really not any things sitting around. You don't, you know, you're not noticing, like, tools or any kind of cloth or, you know, anything that someone might be working with. And more notably, um, to 
Chomsky more than anyone else is that there are no children or hatchlings around, which he knows means that the main hunting party, the main pack of the lizard folk has moved out of this area as they always take their women and children in one big pack. Uh, The only thing he sees is that there are two lizard folk sitting around one campfire uh, on the far side of the small village, and there's just two little tents set up. Right, boys. This isn't the main group. There ain't a woman or a child in sight, meaning that the main force, or raiding party, or whatever you want to call it, must have already moved on. I only clocked two of them down. Well, all plan and all job doesn't involve getting involved with the main raiding party anyway. We just got to get that valve open, right? Right, but the real question is, do we need to take these two out? Well, why, why would we need, we need to take anybody out? Well, no, we need to take some people out, that's for sure. We'll just go around them all. No peoples, lizards. Lizards, whatever. What is all of your guys' base wisdom modif- Or just give me your base score, your wisdom score. 12. 14. My wisdom is 16. Okay. So How are you the wisest? I'm a monk. He's a monk. Yeah, He's a very aggressive monk. Alright, we'll take him out. You haven't <laughs> he's a tactical monk! You haven't even seen what he's capable of yet. Oh boy. <laughs> You're gonna shit some bricks in a minute. Tactical <laughs> monk. You're fucking That's snake unfortunately eyes. sounding like one of the bad guys from Hellboy. <laughs> or like Snake Eyes. Okay, I'm going to. Fair, fair. I'm gonna tell you what you've all retained about the lizard folk, real quick. So you had 12, so plus one. Plus yeah. one, what you know about the lizard folk is that they're highly aggressive, they're cannibalistic, and they like to eat meat. And, you know, their culture is pretty wild and... Primitive. You know about the same. Yeah. Except you also are aware that, um, you know, they can be easily distracted by food. And you also are aware that they prefer food over eating. So... What? Meaning that uh, a very viable strategy sometimes... Could be simply, literally, bartering passage for food, or, um, or you know, like in the middle of a fight, you know, being like, "Oh, I'm literally going to get out of this by throwing a pork chop on the ground and running away." So, did you mean to say they would rather take food over fighting? Did I not say that? You said they would rather food over eating, and that's why I said what. <laughs> I was also confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they stockpiling? Yeah, and, so like, like, so, so they have the ball chomping on, chomping on like a beef steak, and you uh, throw like, a pork chop. Oh yeah, I'll I'll like, for later. I don't get it. <laughs> it's not about it's not about the having; it's about the getting. <laughs> it's not about the eating. <laughs> it's about the stockpiling. Yes, they would prefer food. They prefer eating over fighting. Okay. Toss him a leg. So, as far as just... <laughs> I didn't say it had to be yours. Listen here, bud. I think that's a pretty fucking bad idea. Do you tell me what I knew? 
Yeah, you didn't tell him what he knew. Oh, I, I, yeah. So what you know on top of what he knew is he knows that... They'd rather take food over fighting. And, and you're aware that a viable strategy that has worked in the past and that you've seen other people use is using food as some kind of bait or using it as a bartering tool or using it as a disengage tool. They're an enemy that will choose to eat you, but if you can present them with something that will also satiate their hunger, you can probably get away. How would he know that and I wouldn't? Because that sounds like the same thing that I know about the Man, he's smarter than you. Fuck up, okay? I'm just asking. Like beagles and blueberries. You so know I know they'd rather have food over fighting, but he's not going to get the idea to be like, hey, let's uh, so poke chop on a sit down hey, You don't have the experience. Is the thing. It's you have intelligence, but the wisdom is. It was well. mostly me being a shithead. I have tactical knowledge. We lay waste to it, raise it to the ground. Oh, carry on, get our mission accomplished, and raise it on the way back. That's the only way I see. Well, maybe there's a third option. Yeah, third option will be done after you know, I'll kill him. No, we're gonna kill him. We're definitely gonna kill him. But listen, there's only two of them down there. We'll go down there, we'll kill them. We'll make it look like they got into a fight and killed each other. You're planning on making it look like a double suicide? Like a lover's quarrel? Not a suicide, like they got into Put a fight. Put dicks in each other's mouths. <laughs> no, no. Nothing like that. I'm just saying, you know, make it look like maybe the one... Got a good shot in on the other right as he was going down. That kind of thing. That still sounds like what I was talking about. Different kind of shot, mate. Different kind of going down, too, I imagine. Yeah, you might need to reassess your priorities. Fuck, I've got problems. <laughs> Listen, it's all right. If you feel that way, we support you. Right, then. So are we killing them now or what? But I'm still I'm still for the idea of yeah, just not killing well, I thought a great idea. Um, Hugh. Hugh, thank you. Hugh, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> Huge jacked man, no. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, ew. Uh, ew. How's about, uh, how's about you go check out the, uh, the grass over there right on the edge of their camp? What on it? What do I want to do with grass? I mean, it looks like it might be a uh, new species or something. It's, it's not really my department. I mean, you're a scientist, ain't you? Yeah, but I would, I would what, primarily. You know, I, I've, been, I've been presenting my findings for, for well, 20 years now. That uh, grass looks dry, doesn't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> it just, like, walks forward to the grass. <laughs> Alright, so after you walk forward to the grass... <laughs> Hugh is going to motion for the two of them to kind of circle around to sort of off to the side, and he's going to pick up a rock and, like, sort of throw it into the direction of where Hugh is. I think you're at... What? I think you said Hugh when you meant to say... Did I say Hugh? Cletus or whatever your name is. Chomsky. Yeah. Alright, so Chomsky is, after Hugh walks off towards that grass, he's going to motion that uh, the two of them should circle sort of a little bit away from Hugh. And then once they're kind of sort of like opposite sides of him, Chop's going to take a rock and throw it sort of into the general direction of Hugh just to get the lizard's attention going that way. Well, I'm 
And they look that way. They perceive Hugh. And perceive Hugh standing there looking back at the two of you. Hey, hey guys. Hey, guys. You, you never believe it. The grass is actually okay. Uh, there's a little bit of water. It's it's all right. You know, it's okay. Varga just slowly draws an axe. Uh, these lizards. The grass area just tends to go like kind of tan looking. And that's why I thought it was dead. Um, kind of stand up and you see their their noses and tongues start moving and they start slowly moving towards Hugh's position, kind of stalking. Nice. Hello? Alright, we're gonna go to we're gonna get up behind these dudes and take them out. Everybody, RJ here. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Realms and Nerds. If you are, and you haven't already, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and turn on the notifications for the show to know when new episodes are released. Also, maybe share the show with someone else that you think would enjoy it. It's one of, if not the best, ways to help our podcast continue to grow. It's available on pretty much every platform out there, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Thank you so much to our friend Kyle for composing the melody of our main theme. And of course, thank you to every single one of you for listening to our podcast. Uh, can I get a stealth check for both of you? Uh, so 22 total for me. 14. As these lizard folk are sneaking up on Hugh, Verga and Chomsky start sneaking up on them, coming through the camp. And as they are, Verga very barely has heel clips a tent pole or something that looked like it might have been a a brace for a tent at one point. It makes a small rattle with the whole structure, and the lizard uh, on the left becomes aware of Verga's position. But Chomsky is able to keep moving and is able to kind of keep conceal himself behind a tree that was close and some other things that were um, obstructing the lizard's vision um, and remains hidden. So you're just going right at them? Yeah. Up on them. All right. So, Verga comes running at these lizard folk, and he is going to make the first attack. All right. So that's uh, going to be with. Uh, he's actually going to as soon as he sees that this lizard folk sees him, he's going to go into rage and draw his great axe and. Charge and make an attack at the lizard folk who turned around to notice him. Okay. With a bonus attack, making a secondary attack. Okay. The first attack is a 20. That will hit. The second attack is a 15. Roller wound. That, yes. 
Well, it's a 15 we gotta beat. First hit is 14. And then the second hit is also 14 points of damage. Alright. As Verga comes running up on this lizard folk, he pulls his great axe from his back and with a swinging, swirling attack, makes two solid blows into the chest of this lizard folk and finishing his twirl with this axe in hand, the lizard folk in front of him falls to the ground. And as he's finishing this spin, Chomsky has snuck up behind the other lizard folk and gets an attack with advantage. All my attacks are just the first one? Um, like the whole turn is advantage? You have an advantage on your opening strike. Yeah. Okay. Just the first attack. Because I'm going to get to make like three of them. Alright. I'm attacking unarmed. First attack is a 21. That's what hit. Second attack is a 22. That's what hit. And an 18. That one. They all hit. Um, so, do you guys know I've never done somebody that I for unarmored strikes? Do you add With strength armor. strength to that? Mm-hmm. Unless you're subclassed, otherwise. Because so. well, I just the only reason I don't know is because for the monk you use dexterity instead of strength for most things. I mean. I, I think it should say, like, right on the unarmed strike, what you make it with. Because that's, like, your first level ability. Oh, wait, hang on, right here. Um, roll over your... Uh, okay. So you do... Okay. So 11. Another 11. 31 points of damage. But, also, on top of that 31... Two of those strikes are punches, and then the third strike, uh, Chomsky comes forward with his large silver teeth and bites into the lizard folk and does an additional four points of damage on top of that. So for 35 total. They're very dead. Chomsky jumps on this lizard folk's back and sinks his jaws into its neck. And as he opens his jaws to sink his teeth in, it's almost as though his jaw dislocates and the teeth in his mouth seem to grow in size as they come chomping down on this lizard folk's neck. And then with a killer strike to the abdomen and then another with a kick as he lets go of the teeth right under the jaw, he kicks with a small little flurry, uh, flourish, backflip, and this lizard folk drops to the ground dead. And Hugh, who had just moments before realized that this was all happening, has only caught a flurry of, of movements and now sees his companions standing in front of two dead lizard folk. That was, well, that's not... Come on, guys, we don't, we don't have to kill them. Yeah. Well, if we didn't kill them now, they were going to kill more gnomes later. They would have brought more to the area. I mean, maybe we could, I don't know, maybe we could, yeah, live together in harmony, I don't know, rehabilitate, 
Something like that. Oh. Yeah, that could have happened. Anyways. You sound like cattle, mate. No, no, the man said like that. Listen, I bit this one in the neck. Let's position the other one to look like you bit this one. Sounds good. <laughs> Can we get a, um, a deception check from both of you? Okay. 18. Whew. Glad I rolled good, because my charisma is a flat plus zero. Plus zero charisma. Seven. <laughs> Don't um, worry, I did good. You guys kind of drag the two bodies and position them in a way where the one with the bite wound on his neck is laying on his side and has a claw that's kind of reaching up into the chest of the other one who's like on top of him with his mouth onto the neck of the other. For what it's worth, it looks like these two probably got into a quarrel or upon further investigation, someone might notice slash wounds uh, from an axe across the one's chest. But, you know, you guys tried, and that's, uh, it's something. So, uh, you guys keep going, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, we killed them, we staged the area, time to get out of here. Alright, so you guys travel for um, the rest of that day. As it's getting later uh, in the day, um, you notice up ahead... uh, Actually, let's get a perception check. It's an 11. Uh, 13. 3. As you guys are moving along, you notice the sun is setting, and the discussion of what to do in the night has come up. Alright, this looks like a good place to set up camp. I think I'm gonna go grab some firewood. Yeah, we'll have a call tonight. This guy with freaking firewood every time. Hey, so you don't like your toes to be nice and toasty to you tonight? Listen, I'd mate. rather be cold than dead. Listen, mate, we just killed two of them. If they don't believe that little scene we set up, they're gonna be after us. I mean, if you hadn't killed them, we wouldn't have to worry about it then. So, I, I guess. I mean, if we didn't kill them now, we'd have to worry about them later when they come to snack on you. If we had lit a fire yesterday night, I'll tell you what, that haunting party would have found us right quick, wouldn't they have? Yeah, I mean, you can put the fire out before you go to bed. And as he was talking, he notices this small feather that falls into his view and starts wiggling in front of his eyes. And as he blows it, it's not, it's not away. he notices it almost swings back at him. Stop, just get up. He starts swatting at it. Come on, get out, get out of here. And then a voice from above the party. Oh, oh you guys, uh, you guys, Star 07. Well, Who's that? What's that? Hey, what's the safe word? Um, safe, safe word, um. Oh, yeah, safe word. Uh, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, I don't know if I was given no safe word. Um. Just say pineapples, what? <laughs> Okay, pine- pineapples. Oh, gee, never safe word. Oh, I guess it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the safe word was aromophobia. No, that, might... that's your safe word. You yeah, made, uh, made Star oh, 7, yeah. though. Yeah, I suppose so. What's it to you? Well, uh, I'm, I'm with uh, the squad on the aqueducts. Uh, just saw you guys uh, passing through. 
you know, looking for uh, someone to stay the night. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Name, name's you. Blimey, somewhere that ain't infested with lizard folk. Yeah, I mean, we got we got a nice little cave set up. Uh, it should be nice. Any objections, mate? No, no, not not all. I think introductions are on sort. Oi, everybody there, sausage. What was that, mate? I said everybody there, male. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly, I think... Damn. All right, well, now that's out of the way, and I think some introductions order. You are? Uh, name's Lewis. Uh, been, uh, I'm, I'm with the 203. Lewis? Lewis, nice to meet you. I'm you. I'm, a, I'm a from the Menji clan, so you can just call me your Menji gnome. Right, enough already. Just grab us a coat and head on in the morning. Yeah, uh, so, um... If you follow me, and uh, he kind of scurries down the tree and um, leads you just a little bit further down following the path and leads you down into the ravine, a ladder that's set up. And um, you find in the trench at the base, there's a large stone door that can be sealed behind you. Lewis, all right, thank you for bringing us in. Uh... Probably should tell whoever's in charge here. We killed uh, two of the lizards back, uh, what'd you say, maybe four or five miles? Yeah, about four clicks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that's really going to be a problem, mate. Um, you know, the, the lizard folk are all moving out. Just uh, things are pretty quiet around here lately. We've uh, we've just been uh, working to uh, set up the aqueducts and uh, make sure everything's working. Got a good, good team of engineers down here. Right then. Well, uh, anyways, uh, got 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 five going, and um, if you all want some food, I, I think uh, I think uh, the cook's gonna be making some supper soon. All right, thank thank you very much. See, guys, this one top of that, you know, a nice warm fire, one of toes. Right. Well, this one we're surrounded by a bunch of allies instead of a bunch of lizards, bunk. Anyway. Oh, sure, but I don't think that's a huge deal. Got a bunch of lads watching our asses. Never been more comfortable. Did you say lizard spunk and lads watching your ass? Got objections, mate. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen, I mean, I mean, we all been through college. We all have that face, right? Right, right. Everybody Sounds like you and me, right? And as you guys kind of settle in by the fire and get ready to uh, catch some shut eye, you hear Lewis over in the corner. Talking to a couple of the of the gnomes about his encounter with uh, the gnome rangers. Oh, guys! Did you see those? Did you see those rangers that came into camp? Oh, jeez! They're not even that cool, mate. I mean, like, like they're just like gnome gnomes, just like me and you, mate. Yeah. So you guys have nice rest in the cave, and um, come morning, there's uh, quite a bit of hustle and bustle in the cave. Uh, people getting up and. You definitely are not oversleeping that morning, as uh, everyone around here is pretty regimented. People are running by, and you see you like with a coffee cup, and as they're running by, hey, you go, oh, come on, hey, you got us a coffee machine, hey, come on, I'm just looking for something to warm my beans up. <laughs> trying to warm my beans. You <laughs> would. Just trying to get my beans warm. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, um, good morning to y'all. Um, it's me, Lewis. If, if, you, if you don't remember. Uh, I'm about to head out to my post. Um, it's it's just down the bank. If you'll uh, if you want an escort, I suppose we might might as well. 
We gotta get headed off, eh, lads? Right. Might have good to have some company. Up the river we go. Got a few hundred lives depending on us. Oh, oh. Right, sure, because, uh, you know, the mission. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the just... whole freaking reason we're headed this way. So I'm just, just a little, you know, just a little bit salty still, because, yeah, I have the alternative way, you know, of water resource, but nobody listens to me about it. Oi. I already tried to talk to him about it. Just chew on some coffee beans and shut the fuck up. No, this has more to do than just the coffee beans. Remember, piss outside the building. Makes the place stink. <laughs> Don't you try to distill it. Wait for the rains. <laughs> Makes the water stink. All them other dumb fuck ideas. I'm sorry, are you promoting stinky water? Like, is that, is that what you're saying there? I'm saying I survived off of me own piss after walking through the desert for 30 days. But it doesn't seem to matter much now, does it? I still drink it. Cup every day. And I'll tell you what. Not because I need to. because I like the taste. <laughs> right, friend. Well, you do you. I'll just stick to my coffee. Minerals. Won't wake you up in the morning, lad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, and he's that, taking like little steps to the side away from him. If, if that's what it takes to be a ranger, I'm, I'm glad I'm just in the in the army, mate. No, trust me, it's not what it takes to be a ranger. I ride, I ride by people's throats out, and I think that's fucked up. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's just this way, guys. Um, and, and Lewis heads out of the cave. What? Dally on all that, gents. <laughs> and Chomsky gives Lewis a huge smile, showing off all of his silver <laughs> sharpened teeth. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lewis. You're a right good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice just, uh, just up the ladder. Why don't, why don't you go first? I mean, I'll go first. I don't want to be behind this soul. Pace up. What? Heavily strengthened. Well, yeah. Bulldozer. But you could, you could go last, you know, if that's what we're all with you. you. guys get up the ladder, and Lewis shows you, uh, I mean, he doesn't really show you much, he just shows you, you know, kind of small pathway, and finds, uh, after just a short hike, he gets to his lookout point and uh, says, uh, well, um, this is this is my spot, so um, I guess I'll, I'll catch you all on uh, the flip side. All right, thank you much. It's a nice view, can't we? Right. Where do we head from here? Uh, north. Yep. And he takes up the map and takes another look to continue their guiding for the day. All right. The the same two checks I'm going to do? Or? Yeah, a base intelligence and then a survival. Uh, 11 on intelligence. 18 on survival. You guys are still heading in the right direction. You're following the trench and... The, the path is as decent as it could be. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's a good path. It's not bad. And you're going in the right direction. Yeah, Let's, in some communities they call large coffees venti. I learned that the other day. Can I get just um, a stealth check from all of you? Mm, that's no good. That's a five. Um, uh, 
eleven total for me. Five. Very nice. Five brothers. <laughs> so on this day of travel, both Hugh and Verga were setting quite a quick pace. Tomsky doing what he can to keep up. Um, and on the upside, you guys make really great pace today. Hugh even thinks you guys are what what he would say is ahead of schedule from the time he expected it to take to get to the pipe the to the base of the pipeline. However, near the it's it's nearing night, you guys are starting to wear down a bit and as you are a hunting party of lizard folk hear you and are going to stroll on the camp. Yeah, um, I'll get the audio that they hear. All right, guys, it's a good place to camp. <laughs> I'll, I'll go grab the firewood. Nah, get a nice little fire going. Fair enough. Right, well, I do believe I'll get the fire going then. <laughs> All right, perfect. <laughs> um, <no>. Expectum Furiosa. <laughs> As you guys are, you guys haven't decided to set up camp quite yet. You're starting to slow down for the day. Expect them furiosa! <laughs> starting to trudge a little bit. And, um, they're. Well, like are, the coffee beans from the south, those are the ones that are real nice. The ones from the east, they're okay, but, uh, they're a bit too bitter. And a hunting party of four lizard folk, um, are able to get right up on you. I'm gonna need another perception check. I can perceive things. 21. 16. Full. Hugh and Chomsky, right as this hunting party is is about to pounce and take action on the group, are alerted of their position. Verga, however, is just looking straight ahead, and so he's going to, um, first attack against him is going to have advantage. Let's all, actually you two roll initiative for him. Oh, me? Order. Yeah. 20. Unnatural. Okay. 6. Alright. Yo-ho, yo-ho, and with any luck, we'll win the day and do away the dreadful Hopi duck. Uh, My son loves that song. Chomsky is up first as these lizards break the tree line and he is able to, as, uh, you know, they're, like, right on top of you, but you're able to move quicker and get the first attack in. All right. Well, I guess we'll, uh, same as before, the lead guy in the group here is coming up by us. I'm just going to jump on him. That's not going to do it. What was it? It was a six. <laughs> that one's a dirty 20. That one's a 17. That will hit. Okay. So. 13 points of damage, plus I'm going to use another key point to do my uh, bite attack thing. Drain? Yeah. One! Nice. So 14. And, um. So at the start of your turn, I roll 1d6 again. All right. Well, good, because that lizard's up next. Okay. So I roll another 1d6. So he took, what was it, 13 points of damage before? Now he's going to take another four. 
Nice. Alright. Um, and he is going to make a attack against Chomsky. I bet he is. Alright. That's a 22. Yeah. Oh, jeez. These dice be not good for you today. And a 23. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm strong, but I'm not that strong. Uh, okay. Alright, uh, so you're going to take... Jeez, all my dice are cracked. <laughs> um, I just rolled almost like Max on everything. How far are your dice? Yeah. Um, so that was 6, 7, 8, plus a 7, 15, or 7 piercing, 8 bludgeoning, depending on if you have a oh, That's fine. And Hugh is up next. Um... One of the other one, one of the ones that hasn't taken damage yet, uh, I'm going to... Then we're all kind of, like, bunched up together. Correct. Okay. Yes, so that's that one. You're like, you were, like, in a line, and then all of a sudden, four people. Let me check. Yeah, yeah. He's going to, like, create a chromatic orb and throw it at one of the undamaged lizards. <laughs> Alright, that's, um... Bad glass. Twelve. That one. Not hit. Okay, that's my turn. All right. Uh, well, this lizard is going to attack you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nat twenty. Ooh. Oh my gosh, dude! What are, I've eighteen, nineteen, twenty, nineteen in the past four rolls. I just feel bad. I'm sorry. Wait, what was the? It hits. Um, maybe. I'm gonna use an ability, but first I gotta figure out what my AC is. <laughs> now ten, ten plus a dex. So right. my AC is ten. You have no dex. You wanna hear my strength? I guess that makes sense. Your AC is ten. My brother. All right. He's a wizard. You are going to die. He's a wizard. You're gonna die real quick. <laughs> you won't die today. Seventeen damage. Oh, hold on. What was the second? Because you said you did two attacks, right? Yes. What was the second attack? Well, it's that's both of them added together. No, no, what was the attack roll? It was piercing. I know the first one was nat 20. And 19. Okay, well, I wasted a spell slot. What's he attacking him with, by the way? Um, <laughs> a bite attack and a club. Lizard number three is going to attack Chomsky. That's nice. Um, that's a, a eight. Nope. And a 15. Nope. Alright. Next up is Verga, as the fourth lizard critically failed on his initiative roll. Technically, so means I have technically crits only count in attacks, ability checks, and... What? Apparently, crits only, like, count when you're doing, like, attacks. It's still the one. And I yeah, still but it would, still, it would be a one plus one. I still treat it like, um... That's fair. You're DM, so I'm not going to tell you whatever. Okay. The first attack is a 10. This is not hit. The second is a 22. That will hit. Alright. With uh, 7 damage. Nice. Um, were you attacking the one that failed? Is that what you were saying? Uh-huh. Okay, uh, he's up and he's going to attack you. At 20 and uh, 21. 
That'll hit. Both? Yeah. Well... What is wrong with this guy? Um... 17 damage. Right on. Uh, Chomsky? The one that you've already chomped into is looking real beat up, and then uh, there's one other that has taken some damage, and then other two that are looking good. And they're all close enough that you could make an attack on anybody. Alright, I'm going to go up to the guy that already damaged. Alright. Might as well take him out, right? Um, so, 19. Uh, a 9 won't do it. And uh 21. The first and the third will hit. 17 points of damage. Um, yeah, Chomsky hooks in with his teeth, and then is able to get a kick off as he's pulling out part of their neck, and this lizard drops to the ground dead. Next up is Hugh. Uh, Hugh is going to... By the way, I used... I did use another for soul spell slot when I put up shield um, when I was being attacked. I didn't do anything. Just puts on record. Uh, no, I'm going to use a second level spell uh, and Misty Step out of range of the lizards. Like, basically, the way we... Back the way we came. Okay. You disengaged. And then, uh... He's going to kind of, like, use the foliage as best he can to kind of, like, duck and hide himself for that. That's his turn. Alright. Lizard 2 is up. They're going to go after Chomsky. Critical fail. Chomsky gets a opportunity attack in as they swing at you and completely open themselves up. Okay. Uh, so that's a 21. That will hit. And I'm going to expend one of my key points to make it a, well, it's a, a, a wear-touched wound, technically. Because that's my sort of special thing, it's called wear-touched. So, uh, 14 points of damage total. Alright. Next up is three, who is going to attack Variga. 14. That will not hit. And 15. That will hit. Alright. 7 points of bludgeoning damage. Next up is Verga. He's going to make two attacks against what he deems is the leader. Um, he doesn't really deem anyone the leader. The one who attacked him recently. Okay. First is a uh, 14. That will not hit. And the second is 19. That will hit. Go, go, Vega. He's a ranger, so you could say, go, go, Vega, ranger. 13 damage. Alright, and then um, this lizard is going to make an attack on Chomsky. 20. Shit! What's wrong with these dice? Well, I should say, what's wrong with them when I use them? They're uh, 11... No. Second hit? Okay. So. Are your brother's dice? <laughs> Here they don't work too well. That's gonna be 13 piercing damage. That's not great. Could be better. But well, I'll give him my old pair of dice that's that were cursed. But you are up now. Alright. Who's this dude that smacked me? This was Wizard 4. I'm gonna smack him back. Alright. I'm not happy about this. 
Smack him. Hit him in the face. That's not going to do it. Uh, that's a 17. That will hit. And that's a 21. Also will hit. So two hit. And we're going to use yet another key point for those following along at home. Are you kidding me? Uh, so 11 points of damage. And he also has the thing where at the beginning of his turn I'll roll another d6. Alright. Next up is Hugh. He's going to cast False Life on himself. They gain 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points for an hour. Okie dokie. I like your dice. Except when you're using it right yeah, now. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, so 8 temporary hit points. That's um, my spell. Alright. Uh, or my, this, my turn. This next lizard um, gets hit with the 1d6. Started his turn. <sighs> One. It's something. This D6 is rolling terrible today. And he's coming after Chomps. Um, six. No. Fourteen. No. He tries to swing his club and he tries to bite, but Chomsky's able to evade both attacks. And next up uh, is the lizard going after Veriga. Five. 17. Uh, 17 will hit. For 5 points. Yeah, 5 points of damage. There goes up next. Right, 2 attacks with me on decks. Uh, me great axe. Sorry. Alright. First one's a 21. That will hit. Second being a 13. That will not hit. Twelve. As Verga comes with a slicing upward swing of his axe, he catches the shoulder and the jaw of this lizard folk, and it reels and falls to the ground. Next up is Lizard Four, who is marked, so roll for damage. Come on, big money, big money, big money. Three! As he starts to lurch forward, you can see blood just dripping down his body from this neck wound. And as he comes stumbling to make another strike on Chomsky, he falls forward and is cold. Well, I guess he's always cold, but... That's what happens when you're a lizard and you're living by the river. Basically, <laughs> Uh, and next up is Chomsky, right? and the, there's just one lizard folk left. All right, then. Ugh. Let's do this shit. Uh, that's a 15. That will hit. That's a 9. That will not. And that's a 14. That will not. Shit, dude. All right, well, I guess we're going to use another key point, then, to make this a good one. Uh, so do nine points of damage to him. Ooh, baby! Chomsky just, like, straight up runs up his chest and just no hands, just full, just mouth-to-throat contact, ripping out his esophagus as this lizard folk drops to the ground. And he also just falls, like, 
belly flops right on top of this lizard folk and rolls over and spits out within his mouth and says, Oh, damn it, I got a tendon stuck in my teeth. I was a right good scrap then, ain't it? <laughs>